You're listening to Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, and Dirt. I'm Wes. <laughs> I'm Joey. And I'm Brian. Wes isn't with us tonight. Wes is, uh, Wes is just taking a week off while he's settling into Michigan. We wanted to give him a little breathing room, let him get his... I just read that you wrote a week everything. off. We're interviewing to, for someone to fill in a spot. <laughs> uh, this is the podcast where we talk about gravel bikes, uh, gravel events, bikepacking, and adventure biking of all different flavors. Did I say ah. that it's episode 62? Already, no, we're getting there, man. Oh man, oh man. What are we gonna do for a hundred? I don't know, but that'll be just closing in. A hundred and four will be our two-year anniversary. Ooh, but so that'll be like our Thanksgiving episode. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. We yeah. Ooh. Let's start planning for that stuff now. Some turkeys for that one. Ha. Oh, let's do it. Actually, we have a big old Friendsgiving for that. That'd be awesome. That would be fun. Yeah, and right out the holiday and maybe do like uh, oh, we make all these plans. Let's not do that. <laughs> I want to go up to PA for Thanksgiving. <laughs> that would be fun. Maybe we could go halfway and go to like Ohio. Uh, why don't we just show up at Dave's house? We show up at Wes's house. <laughs> oh, I'm not going <laughs> knock, to Michigan. Knock, knock. Are you kidding me? That's a waste. <laughs> Michigan in November. Oh no, yeah. not doing it. Not doing it's it. Armpit of winter. Anything going on on Patreon or PayPal this week, Joey? Actually, no. I usually say no, and, and then there is, and then there is, but no. And we put out the bacon challenge, and we have. I'm really surprised that no, left. I'm surprised nobody took us up on that. We, it could be people that are already supporters. Yeah, you could up your ante. Yeah, if you're if you're like doing two dollars a month, you could just tag another two dollar in, and and that would count. That yeah. would count. So yeah. if you want if you want to up your game, you know. Well, like Tom said, his wife found out, and she was okay with us four dollar. Tom, go to ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom. Yeah, peer pressure. Well, you guys got a little intimate. So, so what? Uh, what is the what hashtag so, bacon challenge? You know, we could start a movement across bag company stuff. Which bag company could fit the most bacon? I, and it's cooked bacon. All right. Yeah. So um, we will destroy a Nittany Mountain Works half frame bag or make it better with that bacon smell. So, <laughs> which do you think it would be? Oh, make it better. So no, it would smell really good. But but think about it. Everything you put in the bag would then also smell like bacon, and, and you would have that perpetual kind of slime, and then eventually bugs will find it. The problem with that is... Nothing, I nothing. guess. I, everything would be slippery that comes out. Bugs. Well, it happens. <laughs> I mean, like a bag really lasts that long anyway. I mean... Those things seem pretty durable. They do. Although, there's a, there's like some like fraying that's happening on one piece of mine. I no, need to talk to you Take a lighter to that. it. Yeah. No, it's on the... Uh, I'll show it to you. It's okay. not. It's not any. It's not you, a big deal. I mean, they're, they're, you could probably send it back and they'll fix it. No, I'm not worried about. It. It's not a big deal. Huh. It's not a big deal. Well, you just made it sound like one. No, I, that's why I said it's not a big deal. All I right, don't make it sound like a big deal. It's not a big deal. Any no, t-shirt sales? No t-shirt sales this last week. You got to be really fat or really little. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are a few like normal sizes left, but um, we're going to bring those with us to Croatan and yeah. like either give them away or oh, Dennis sell Premsky, them. I, don't uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say his last name. He's you pretty can say secret. his last name. Um, had a good t-shirt idea. What was that? You know how you've seen the coffee bikes, right? Um, oh. it's just like four bullet points and I have the world bicycle relief one. Yeah. He said we should do one that's do good, be nice, go slow, respect it. Just that. Just that? Yeah. I love that. That'd be pretty good. That would be nice with like the bike outline. Maybe that should be the one that instead of like. No, just bold, like boom, 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 boom. I think I made a graphic like that one time, um, but then I didn't do anything with it. I think I made that one point, but uh, yeah, yeah. 
I like it. I like it. I'll work on it. I'll work on that. Ah. We did um, sell some stickers this last week, right? Yeah. Um, I think I'm all caught up. I dropped. I got to actually go tomorrow morning and double check what I sent out and then check off all of the... Uh, everyone's up to date now. This one just came in today, though, right? Tim? Oh, did we get one today? Y- or yeah, yesterday? Yesterday. Oh, Tim, I didn't do that You didn't have that one yet. That was Tim from Asheville, North Carolina. Thank you very much, Tim, for yep. buying a sticker pack. Now, we'll bring stickers and all that kind of stuff. To well, I've still got a whole bunch of love you buys. In fact, I got an email. Um, I think it was direct to me. Um, I didn't get one. Uh, I think it was just direct to me. Uh, somebody had clamped their um, "Love You Buy" sticker, and they were upset. Oh, yeah, I see I that. Like that. Yeah, they oh they clamped they clamped the "Love You Buy" sticker in a work stand, and it it oh it. man, I know, right? That's and the he, worst. He's like, "You got any more?" And I was like, "Yeah, I got a lot of those. This <laughs> came from Ted. We have got a lot, so uh, we're definitely going to get some of those out, and we'll have a crap ton of those at Corona Tan." Yep. <laughs> Did you pick that up? I didn't say Crotan. Oh, I know. I heard you. I said Coronatan. <laughs> I've been saying it so much. It's just, you know, it's normal now. Coronatan. Uh, I got an email from Tanya over at Rothrock. They are sold out. Men's <laughs> and women's. Sold out. So she met her goal. They they set a high target, man, and they met it and crushed it. Nice. That, I, that is so exciting what they're doing up there. I'm just, I'm so stoked for that event. And, and even though... It is sold out, and talking with Tanya, we are going to do an entry giveaway. Ooh. And here are the rules. If you would like to win an entry to the Rothrock Grit, any distance, your choice. Um, and it is both in the, open to both men and women. So what you want to do is go on Instagram. You want to post a pic of your bike. Any bike. doesn't have to be a gravel bike. can be anything. Um, and be creative. Harley. Is a part of it. Yeah, you could make a tricycle. You could do whatever you want to do. Um, so put that on Instagram, and you got to use the hashtag GTDRothrock. You have to tag three friends, and you have to tag us at MidAtlanticGTD and RothrockGrit at RothrockGrit, telling us why gravel is the best, and the most creative response wins an entry. So I don't know how we're going to judge that, but I think uh, it'll be a panel. Maybe we can get, what was the guy, Simon? Maybe we can get Simon to come join us on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be, you know, we'll have to have some British influence. (laughs) (laughs) We just have fish and chips that night. We'll do something fun. So um, that's how you can get in on Rothrock if you, in fact, didn't get in already and you've missed the boat from China. When is Rothrock? Is that June 3rd? I can't remember. I think it's, 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 um, I'd have to look it up. I don't know. I'll I'll put all the details in the show notes and I'll put all of that information in the show notes too. So you'll have, um, the hashtag that you'll need to use. You'll have the accounts that you need to tag and off you go. What else is going on? Uh, our jerseys are delayed because of Corona. Ah. And I haven't heard much back from Phil. I did get an email from somebody saying, Hey, what's going on with that? So, yeah, Corona. <laughs> I, I, he's probably got his hands full. I swear with all. Oh this yeah, stuff Philip. Going I just, on. yeah. I don't want to bug him too much. It no, happens. No, like, we'll I, see we him. can't do anything about it. We'll see him this weekend. Oh yeah, he'll be at Crotan. Well, he have it's Corona Tan. Corona Tan. That's right, Corona Tan. Um, <laughs> We're going down to shore, hon. Yeah. We're gonna go down to the beach to the Corona get a Corona Tan. I <laughs> <laughs> just. <got> <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the redneck sayings of the day. Corona tan. <laughs> <a> corona tan. <laughs> hey, what do you got in front of you that you're drinking? Over there? Uh, right now, I have Calvert Brewery Seventh State Golden Lager. 
My dad picked it up for me the other night when he came over for dinner. I, they do good beer, Calvert Brewing. It's pretty good. They, um, they it's like it went really well with um, the sausages I made for dinner with the sweet onions that I sauteed. I like their, they have a milk stout that's really good too. Oh Cal- yeah, Calvert Brewing is a local. I don't like the flapjack much anymore. Um, that's the maple stout. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I've never been a big fan uh, of the breakfast, but I like milk stouts. It's pretty good. Um, I'll switch over to some. 1792 Maker's Mark after this. Nice. <laughs> just uh, just a sip of it. Fancy pants. You ought to put that bottle on the table and take a picture uh, of that. Uh, that would be a good one. Um, I am having a polar seltzer because I'm in training. I, You know, I'm taking this. this well, you've been taking it serious. I'm taking the Corona tan very serious. And, you know, I've been thinking about, well, I, I got, let me jump right in. So um, to catch up with what I've been up to, I did a big ride yesterday. So that would have been Monday. Lucky. Um, did like a little over 70 miles, like 72 miles. And right now, I'm sitting at 1,139 miles for the year. <laughs> and my goal was to have 1,000 miles heading into Corona Tan. So I feel good. And I'm, get, I'm getting a little nervous. I'll be honest. But I don't I think, know why. I think, I think nerves are a good thing. I think nerves keep you honest. And, yeah. and so I'm looking at the three laps. And I'm like, okay, so you lap- get diarrhea. <laughs> no, it doesn't happen to me. That doesn't happen to you? That doesn't happen oh, to me. I'm horrible. Um, so lap one, I think, is all about settling in and and getting the lay of it. Cause, and I think it really helped going down there and doing the pre-ride. Yep. Um, I think that is going to make a huge difference on those nerves and settling in on that first lap. I think the second lap is about endurance. Panner. Hmm? You got a panner? A panner? You got a panner. You got to go. What? You didn't, never mind. No, I don't know what in the world you're just talking pinner. about. So, so I'm just going to keep going. Uh, lap two, <laughs> for me, is all about the endurance side of it. That's where the, the training comes in. Yep. And then I think lap three is mental. Lap three is all in your head. It's going back out for the third time to do the same things that you've already done twice. Yeah. You know exactly what it's going to take. Now, we were talking about this earlier. Um, and I'd actually love to hear what people think about this. So my plan, I know that I'm going to reset my Garmin. And I am not going to have huh. speed or distance displayed on my Garmin. Yep. And I was just thinking about displaying time. But you were thinking that that wasn't a good idea. I just think time would get in your head. Well, for me, though, I think I, that, that's a big measure of, of what I'm doing. And I think that's a big picture measure instead of uh, how fast am I going in the moment. I think time is that big kind of, you now know. Now we're getting philosophical. Philosophical. We need to get hold of Philip. Phil Thomas is coming on. Yeah. No. Philosophical. For me, I think that's that's that works for me. Yeah. But I would love to hear what other people have to say on that because I think that's and and we've been talking about nutrition. Yep. And I think the plan. So I did that seventy some odd miles yesterday. No, that was road, but I still did it on my diverge. Um, actually, I did do some gravel. I went down into flag ponds. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, it's your first time down there. Yeah, so I did. I did a little bit of, of gravel. Um, I did that whole seventy on our stop for lunch at Roy Rogers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which our friend Tom has never been to. I, that's Old amazing. Trees, he's never been there. Never been to a Roy Rogers. I mean, that's crazy. And talk. he went the worst time with the remodeling. Yeah, and he walked in. I, I I thought he was joking too. Yeah. When we walked in, we walked in. I could tell the tone in his voice. He was like, "What uh, do they have here? <laughs> like, what do you mean? What do they have here? They're Pappy Parker's chicken, Roy Rogers. Do you remember when they called it Pappy Parker's chicken? No, you don't. Do I'm, you? I'm, I uh, ten thirty next month. So <laughs> okay, yeah, they used to call, used to be Roy Rogers and Pappy Parker's chicken. 
So Roy Rogers was the restaurant, and Pappy uh, Parker's was was the, the chicken side. Was the chicken side? It was. It wasn't a different restaurant. It was just the same. And there was a little cartoon character, a little man with a long, funny hat, <laughs> and it was that was Pappy Parker, and the chicken was his. Do you remember when Wendy's used to have a good fried chicken? Yes, because that was yeah. back and forth between Roy's yeah. and Wendy's, who had the best fried yeah. chicken. Yeah, those were the days. Yep. yep, we used to have a Roy Rogers in the student union at <laughs> uh, in College Park at uh, Stamp Union in uh university of maryland and i remember eating a lot of wings i had a couple of college roommates that one of them worked in the roy rogers uh-huh. and he would cook because he would close it like midnight <laughs> and he would cook a crap ton of chicken <laughs> and he would come home on a weekend night on a friday or saturday night and he would literally have two giant buckets of fresh oh, fried geez. chicken you, you were like kramer on seinfeld you remember that <laughs> yes yeah the roy rogers sign yeah. that was a kenny rogers sign outside the window it was glowing yeah. red yeah Gotta have the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> gotta oh, we got way off the rails, sir. Yeah. So, 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 from a nutrition standpoint, I did all of that with one um, package of shot blocks, two small water bottles, and our stop at Roy's. Yeah. And I felt good at the end of that. I still felt good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think my plan from a nutrition standpoint is shot blocks on the bike, rice cakes at the pit stops. I'm gonna do two large water bottles for each lap. What do you want? Your rice cakes. Uh, chocolate chips. That's yeah. it. Yeah, just chocolate chips. You want to eat with blueberries? No. Chocolate chips. There's a little sugar to kind of get you going. Um, a little caffeine, I think, would be a good thing. So I'm doing the shot blocks, the rice cakes. I'll put pickle juice in there. Ooh, ooh, pickles. We need to actually think about Oh, yeah, we actually need pickles. We need pickles. Um, so we're going to have a pit tent. So we'll have our own little yep. tent where we're going to have all of our stuff set up and ready to go. So my bottles, I'm going to do one bottle with noon tablets. For electrolytes, the uh-huh. other bottle is going to be water. Yep. So two big bottles per lap, plus one small bottle that's going to go. You going to do those PBR bottles? No, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> then one. Those guys will be down there. Well, they. Re- oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, we need to. Br- oh, do we still have them? I want them to autograph them. No, I gave them to y'all. Y'all had them. I didn't keep. Oh well, Wes forgot bottles. his, and he doesn't. Well, get there back. we go. No. It, they're mine now. I'm also having a West Yard sell everything he left. <laughs> yeah. I got a set of wheels from a Warbird. I got. Um, I have those. I have a makeup mirror. I have some clothes. You name you it. Got a toilet brush. Oh. Didn't he leave a toilet Lack brush? Thereof. You got a no, fireplace. No, he didn't pen? use a toilet brush because the toilet's disgusting. <laughs> hey Wes, do you hear that? <laughs> no, you've also got a fireplace pit that you've been carrying around yeah. in the back of your truck. Which, hey Wes, why didn't you offer that to me when I stored it at my house if you didn't want it? Because then you wouldn't have loaded it in your trailer, loaded it in the back of Joey's truck. He wouldn't have been hoboing it around in the back <laughs> of his truck for the last week and a half. I've had people coming up to me about it. Like, hey, that's a nice <laughs> chimney thing. I'm like, Just to bring it right back to my house. Yeah. Jeez, Wes, think ahead, buddy. Think ahead. Um... No, so, so that's, I think, my nutrition plan is the rice cakes, the shot blocks, the water, the noon, and uh, pickles, pickle juice, because yeah. I like pickles. I just love pickles. So I mean, who doesn't love pickles, right? Um, what are you thinking? Uh, sorry, I was texting Phil. That's okay. Um, I don't know what I'm thinking. Dude, I pulled an I'm doing the audible, remember? Yeah, I know. I am switching I bikes. Yeah. Uh, mentally. Um, so here's my plan. Just what happens, happens. Yeah, it is what happens. happens. Uh, you I'll might take, get down there and you feel great and you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm still riding. Yeah. I Although I might downgrade to the 50 so I get a finisher's hat. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and then, uh, well, I read in the thing, so you can downgrade. So if I, like, I really want to just say I'm doing the 100, mm. um, just I'd feel better mm. mentally. Um, so you can do that day of, or the day before it sounds like, at yeah. pack and pick up. The Stokebox pickup. So if you're there and you're not feeling it, you know, that's, I'm, I'm not doing it. I am I really want the Yeah, full. but you're in totally different shape than I am. <sighs> I didn't prep well. I think I was an early case of corona 
Remember like three episodes ago, I had the... F- uh, I was either the early stages or the end of that flu thing that like really knocked me out. Yeah, but that was just regular flu. How do you know? I don't go to I, doctors. Actually, I don't know. I never go to doctors. I don't know that They're at all. They're the worst. I'm starting a movement. I told Brian yesterday. And uh, Shannon today waited like an hour for a doctor. Mm-hmm. I think if we just start getting up after like 15 minutes like it was college again. <laughs> no, it's because they still charge you. They would love that because they've all oh, got the little signs that says, we'll charge you $50 if yeah, you miss well, an appointment. Uh, I'll give them pink eye. <laughs> but what if what if you show up for an appointment and then they take too long and then you say, I have to leave? They can't charge you for that. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what we got to do. We're going to start a movement? Yeah. Every, if everyone w- starts doing it, then they'll get their shit together. Hashtag walk out Hashtag. on the dock. Well, yeah. no, you can't, really can't do that because doctors are getting so much grief with the whole... Um, I don't care. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't do that. Yeah, proctologist has nothing to do with corona. So you're, so you're thinking that... that oh. You know you're you're gonna go down and you're not riding the crux. No, I decided this this morning. I'm sitting here and I texted. I was like, you know, I've I've like I've only have like a month of riding underneath it. How many it miles? Nice how, how many miles do you think you have on the crux? I don't know. I never added it to my Strava profile. Okay, not that many. A few hundred. That's tough. Um, That's tough. But the Sequoia is just sitting there, raring to go. It's all set up perfectly. Strip it, you're going to strip it down. You're going to take the fenders off and yeah, all that give it some stuff. breathing room. Um, I'm putting my H Plus Sun Chris King wheels on it with 38 slicks, the Panoracer okay. Gravel okay. Kings, and just setting her up. Now, I know earlier in the week, we were we were like playing with the weather. Yeah. But we've kind of all stopped on that because honestly, yeah. I just don't think that's a good thing to, to dwell on. Yeah. But um, I think it's supposed to actually turn out nice. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be a nice weekend. Tomorrow. And I'm going to... I'm still taking the crux as a pit bike for all of us. I think that's a fantastic idea. Th- well, at least you and me ride SPDs. I think Larry yeah. does. Um, we'll take. I'll have my Pelican case with tools and extra pedals and a repair okay. stand. And yeah. then you know, someone goes south for someone. If you if you need it, you can swap them pedals yeah. out. And too. if you're not in our group, I'll charge you hundred dollars <laughs> a, a mile. I don't know. <laughs> the bike doesn't come back. Yeah. <laughs> no, that uh, wouldn't happen. That would not. Happen I'll, I'll sell it down there. Someone wants it. Just you know, everything's for sale. <laughs> everything's always no for i need sale. that bike for like roth rock and stuff um uh yeah so that's my big switch okay i'm taking rice cakes i'm taking uh i'm filling up my nittany uh food pouch with high ribo gummy bears mm-hmm. uh, a couple water bottles and i think we're getting my diverge dialed in finally yeah finally with uh with that rear derailleur that i ripped off yeah um you know i i never really and we'll talk about this in a little bit but uh-huh. you know because we've got who do we have on tonight we haven't even talked Actually, about oh, that we didn't Jeez. introduce oh man we go. It's not, in the show, it's not in the show notes. Sorry, it's down at the bottom. Well, we'll just I have the fill section really, really quickly. Phil Thomas, he is the manager of Haymarket Bicycle Studio and Shimano Gravel Alliance. And, he's in the uh, Shimano Gravel Alliance. Uh, Frost Bike Bike Rides. He's he's a good guy. Joey knows him. He's coming on to talk about all things GRX, right? And Haymarket. We're going to talk about GRX. We're going to talk about actually riding in Northern Virginia area where he's from because all he does is ride gravel. Yeah. Uh, We'll talk about his frostbite series he put on. Frostbite series he put on. Yeah, and then like I'm calling this one his hail mary to Croatan because he got like a last minute oh, 150 right. jumping in. and just gonna do it. I saw he had a pull, he had like a question. I don't know. I'll have to ask him. He was his alcohol pack list between like Fireball and everything for the ride. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> With his friend, uh, I was like, oh man, we no no not doing. If that. the dirty chain guys thought that they couldn't keep up with us, it sounds like we can't <laughs> keep up with them. <laughs> Well, Allison, she drinks on the bike, so hey, it's all the cool kids are doing it, right? You know, hey, hey, all the cool kids do it. We want to do it too. Hey, we did get a. Um, I guess this came in through Facebook. Uh, Clydesdale Fat Wad, our good friend Chris Vasalo, who now rides my old A Wall, 
And, and he gave us a, a recommendation. I uh, gave the podcast a recommendation, and I really like this, the way he put this. He said, this podcast is like a group ride in my car. Love my Thursday commute with Brian, Joey, and sometimes Wes. <laughs> I thought that was fun. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I thought it was fun. I, so I think, um, didn't Tom, one of the time, someone said it was like a group ride before. And I was it like, might have That actually, is perfect. He might have said it somewhere else. But I don't know if they've been on one of our group rides. <laughs> <laughs> we stop at all the weird places. Yeah. What's going on in Strava Club? Strava. Let's roll through Strava and get Phil in here. We have Adam Young from Lancaster, PA, which I really want to visit Lancaster soon for multiple cool. reasons. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, 140.7 miles. Uh, Curtis Alea. Alea? 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 Uh, 171.9 out of Alexandria. We're going to have a high number a week. This is weekend. Oh, yeah. It's nice. Yeah. And then, actually, Phil Thomas made it at 120.8. Oh, that's Phil that's coming on. No shit you did that? I did that. I did that. I pulled well, that. Well, we need to go play scratch-off tonight. I totally pulled that random. I didn't even, I didn't, you know, because I was just copy and pasting names and distances and locations. And wow. it didn't even strike me. Ha <laughs> ha, that's cool. Well, dang, shoot. Um, honorable mentions. Flirtatious Frankie probably was probably wondering where we were this whole time not mentioning him. He laid down a big ride, hey, um, 142 miles, like 20, 19 something average. Like 19.3. Yeah, ridiculous. So he's training for that DKXL. So get after it, Frankie. We're watching. We're watching, buddy. He's not. That's not. That's not even halfway for XL. No, but I mean, you're you're laying down. That's a serious ride. Um, I just gotta give him crap. Um, local Warren, which is uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma local. Oklahoma Warren. Um, had 338 miles. Sonia hit 290. And man, Mark, like I've been telling you how much I, I, I admire yeah. Mark. Uh, yeah. Came in at 260. Oh, it's Philly we Bike Expo. We Mark on here soon. Oh, let's do Talk that. Talk about... Uh, Philly Bike Expo. Yeah. They're, they've been really active. They're starting oh, yeah. to sell spaces. and um, Yeah, I enjoy I watching his, cool. his feed too. But it's, yeah, his rides are like... I don't like looking at a lot of people's Strava rides or posts, but Mark's one I genuinely get on and look for. Hey, you know, Strava just did some updates. Remember how the Strava feed used to be chronological? And so you could see, like, everybody that rode that day? Yeah, I just liked it from, like, yeah. And then they changed it. And it was oh, like they, their rides were all over the place. Yeah. And now they've just gone back and giving you new filters. You have to show me how to do that. Well, I don't even have figured out how to do it yet. Uh, I think you probably have to do it. If I know Strava, you probably have to do it on the computer, and then you will see it on the app. But you can set up favorites to follow. Ah. Uh, and you can also sort your feed based upon chronological again. Roger. So, and that, that's the way I always like to look at it. Um, well, since we got rid of Wes, we only went up four members to 562 from 558. Uh, and I, did we bump up uh, to make the top 100? You need 117.5. That's a big I think it's a few bit more. That's about 20 miles, yeah. wasn't it? No, no. Uh, it was over it like 110. One, yeah. So it's, it's like really, 110 or 113. It's not Because the week big. before it was with like 0.2 miles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, considering we have almost double the amount of listeners to the members in our Strava club, go to strava.com forward slash clubs who forward slash gravel travel dirt. Thank you. That's a good Strava update. Yeah. And I'm so, that's so cool that I pulled Phil and didn't even, it was totally random. I was sitting over here because I didn't do it, do it earlier. I was just hitting the random numbers yeah. on my phone, just grabbing names. And I did actually, every single one of them were the first pulls, but I did check their location and to make sure they were like kind of like real people like not in like our 400 clubbers yeah not from like you know somewhere way out oh, they're somewhere. cool if you're from ireland yeah 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 um but don't you know you yeah have like if a, you're if you're a multi-clubber like uh ah. if you're a clubber a strava clubber kid <laughs> <laughs> a strava clubber kid <laughs> um 
I have a tech tip of the week. What'd it be? I actually just wrote down, wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> you go on Crotan, wash your hands. <laughs> Corona Dan. Um, actually, the turkey baster thing popped up on Pathless Pedal after our podcast last week. I know. It's because they probably listened. It's like the Hawaiian shirts last year. That's what I'm saying. So I'm saying, you know what? If we did, I'm an influencer, so we're not going to have our kits, our our GTD no, kits. But I think everyone we know going down is wearing our pack kits. It's going to do pack kits, so yeah. we'll be in the in the um, black, blue, and white pack stripe kits. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, I actually just wrote down wash your hands though. Do you not have any other actual tech tip? I thought that was funny. <laughs> it's funny, but do you have a tech? Well, tip? I used like three tech tips last I am week. So glad I don't have music for you today. I know. I well, could, tech I tip. Uh, all right, here's a tech tip. Okay, Should, go. And I'm tired of doing tuba sealing, but I, I like I like your top of the top off the top of your head tech tips. Off the top of my tech because uh, I manage a bike shop. Just um, a tip. I had three people come in today. They were complaining about why their tubeless wasn't holding. They didn't have any sealing in their tires <laughs> because it, it was from they're last season. It, they're pulling it. Like these are the people that haven't ridden. They mm-hmm. pulled their bike out. Just and you don't have to take your tire off. To check your sealant, Mm-mm. I think we've done twenty different ways to do sealant, but I don't know if I've said that. Um, I told some guy in this store the other day, if, if you have a place to put your bike up, whether it's your bike rack, so it's not on the ground, mm-hmm. um, check your the easy way to check your sealant. And uh, I guess I'm going to try to word this in the correct order. First, you want to. Uh, all right. So what I do is I don't take the tire off the bike. I don't take the wheel off the bike. I put it in the repair stand. I let all the air out. I pop the seal. I take like a six to twelve inch uh, piece of the tire off the rim, and I roll that down to the bottom where the sealant should be because gravity works. <laughs> and there's sealant. And there is and there isn't. You check. You know, if you need to add sealant, you dump it in right there. So you basically are just unseating the bead. Just a section. Just a, a small section. Just check to it because all these people, I had, I charged them money just to do that <laughs> and put sealant <laughs> in it. Like I have to. Like I'm working. Yeah, it's labor. Yeah. And that's easy. You know, stuff people could do at home. Provided, you know, I have an air compressor, it's a little quicker, but yeah. some of the stuff, there's, it's easy though. Yeah. And just, then you can just dump in your ceiling right there and you don't take everything off. Because I mean, honestly, every, most people have a work stand. Yeah. Right? Or, and I even say like, you can put on your bike rack. So it's because obviously if it's sitting on the ground, it's going to be messy. Well, wait a minute. Do they? Do you think most people have a bike stand? A work stand? No. Yes, you have someone hanging guess, it. I, guess, I mean, you can. I've hung mine off a tree branch. You know, like just put your saddle up on it. Yeah, I guess I've just had it. I was a I was a mechanic in college, worked in a shop in college, and I've just always owned one. Yeah. And I just can't imagine not having a work stand. I don't own one anymore. I, I kind of take that for granted. I've even got one of those cheap Aldi. You ever seen the bike stands? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I I've, I've got one of those. It's probably my go-to because it's light, and and it's it works just fine. So. I like my feedbacks. It cost me twenty bucks at Aldi. Dang! Right, 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 right. Um, that's my tech tip. I of guess the week. that's my tech tip. Go to Aldi's and get yourself a cheap. Uh, no, support cheap your order. local bike shop. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we have another bike shop manager coming on. We'll see how he feels. Uh, yeah, check your sealant. It's the check time of sealant. year if you're not prepping for Croatan, Corona Tan, and you haven't ridden much. Nice. It's easy. I only said that because I had, like I said, I had three customers coming today. Yeah. And I did have, to, I did plug one because when I was doing this, I found a piece of glass in this ladies. Yeah. Um. Man, I used the bacon strips. That's such a pain in the ass. Like, I really wanted to pull a dart out. Why didn't you? Oh, they're expensive. Because she, she wasn't going to pay for that. Yeah, I you just know say, who she was. You should. You should have just said, "Here's here's the newest <laughs> and latest and the greatest." And I'm gonna you're gonna get a free lesson with the purchase. Because not every, see, Joey, you got to market, buddy. You got to go. Okay, oh. I can I can do this a couple of ways. I can put this little piece of sorry bacon in here, and that'll be fine, and you'll walk out the door. Or 
you could purchase the latest and the greatest. And you know what you get? Oh. With You get a free lesson. Now you only have one refill. <laughs> That's okay, because then you have to buy a refill package. Huh. You actually say, you absolutely positively do not want to have just one. Well, you one. should come work part-time and fill in Wetzel. That's, That's how you do it, man. Yeah. You just That was a $50 sale that you let walk out ah. the door. By giving away something for free. Ah, oh, no, I charge her for the bacon. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. But how much did you charge her for one little piece of bacon? Uh, only like a dollar. Well, there you go. I charged her labor. That's so it was, it was a $50 sale instead of a $1 sale. Yeah. Well, the whole, she ended up buying, it ended up being like, it was a pretty decent ticket. Okay. I mean, I charge her labor for all that. Um, I also have left Instagram. A you left a $50 bill on the table is what you did. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're just being. That, that was the right thing to I'm do. Nice you guy. did. The, I'm not a you penny pincher. Yeah, you did the right thing. I'm just giving you grief. Um, Instagram follow the week. Uh, I don't think we said it, but best gravel bikes is a new page that started up. I don't and, think I've seen that one. Oh, you haven't? They, no, I, don't they, think so. they, I mean, they literally just repost really cool gravel bikes. You keep you keep telling us about it while I'm going to look it up. Um, well, just what's, like the title. I mean, what, I don't have something witty how like Wes would say with... What's the actual... All right. So the actual Instagram handle is B-E-S-T underscore gravel dot bikes. Okay. I see that. And they just... They just I don't know who they are, where they're from, but they just repost some pretty cool stuff. Okay. I'm going to follow that. I just followed that. I see you already follow it. I see oh, Will yeah. follows it because you can see all the things that people follow. There, uh, There is a best underscore road dot bikes as well. Uh, well, maybe it's the same people. Because there's that page uh, called Loves Road Bikes, which is mm-hmm. super popular, and they have all the... Road bikes are so boring now. Yeah, they have a, they have it in their profile. It says at best underscore road dot bikes and at best underscore mountain dot bikes. Oh, I'm going to start best underscore unicycles. Nice. <laughs> Tricycles. <laughs> best underscore... E-bikes. Big wheels. <laughs> e-bikes <laughs> yeah so okay, yeah they got go some on. they got some good content and then i got some cool bikes you got everything from speed wagon to like the new cervello to pro- hopefully the new diverge pops out in a couple weeks mm, which are you allowed to talk about it yet i guess i mean no one told me i couldn't it's not like salsa where i have like an embargo thing you don't have an agreement no um salsa is launching a new bike this weekend at mid-south which happens the same day as croatan um can't tell you what it is, but I have one in the store. Uh-huh. Yeah, so have we'll I, launch I, it. Haven't I been able to see that yet? You might be able to see it tomorrow. Tomorrow? I'll come down. Yeah, see media. Media pass. Oh, that's right. I got my media pass revoked for the Diverge launch. I wasn't responsive enough. <laughs> my specialized rep. Um, I think that kind of wraps it up yeah, for you and me, babbling. Let's get Phil on the line. Joining us now is Phil Thomas from over in Virginia. IA. Uh, Phil manages Haymarket Bicycles in Haymarket, Virginia, and he is also a part of the OG crew that formed the Shimano Gravel Alliance in 2017. Welcome to the podcast, Welcome. Phil. Hey, guys. How are you? Doing great tonight. Doing great tonight. Hey, before we get started, um, why don't you give, give you a few minutes to talk a little bit about yourself, um, give our listeners an idea of who you are, and and also don't forget to tell us what you're drinking tonight. Sure, man. Uh, so yeah, I, I live over in Haymarket, Virginia. Um, you know a little bit about me. Um, I just like riding bikes, and uh, right now that gravel is so hot, so that's kind of uh, what uh, I've been um, 
doing the most of. Um, I, I guess, moved to Virginia in probably like 20... Let you see? It was probably 2012 um, from Michigan. And um, <laughs> about f- five years... I know, it's funny. You guys had West just moved to Michigan. So I hate uh, Michigan. I, def- <laughs> I, I definitely want to um, uh, see if he's around for the Michigan Coast to Coast because I'll be going up there to do that this summer. He won't be riding um, it. He won't be doing it? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I can talk him into doing it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, uh just been uh riding bikes and and exploring all our awesome gravel roads we have here in sort of Loudoun County Fauquier County uh area um we just got miles and miles of it um and then yeah about uh, I guess it's two and a half years ago um started with Shimano for the uh gravel alliance um which has been amazing and uh, a, a really cool experience to uh, just kind of get to know what gravel is and what the equipment needs to be in order to a- adapt to what we're starting to do with our bikes. What is what is your take? And we used to ask this a lot, and I've kind of gotten away from it. Yeah. What is your take on the on the popularity of gravel? Why do you think the explosion? What what is it? What is it in your mind that says this is what took made it take off? You know, I, you know, it's a a, a, a great question i don't know if there's like necessarily like a one thing that made mm. it explode except it, i think it just happened out of necessity um you know with uh usac and and uh uci having all these sanctions on different events and the sort of accessibility of it got harder and harder for people just to go out and ride their bikes in in an organized event um gravel really did this sort of like you know old school mountain biking figure it out let's just get people together and go ride bikes and and everyone starts together we don't really know what we're doing we don't know what bike's good you know all that sort of stuff and it just had this sense of exploration that people were drawn to yeah um and i i think that just made it popular you know where it started small and quickly spread. My, my, um, my take and, is kind of the same thing. It's like it's, it was organic and it was authentic yeah. and it was just people having fun. And, it, and it, yeah. it kind of broke the mold, so to speak, from a lot of these things and, and it became its own thing. So I, I think you hit the nail on the head, in my opinion. I think we agree that it, it, yeah. there's a lot of little things and that were a part of a bigger thing of technology coming along to the right, at the right time, at the right place. And uh, manufacturers grabbing onto it and so yeah yeah I, I think that was the uh biggest thing for me when um manufacturers started i mean just tires alone started coming out with gravel specific tires changed everything yeah and it, it just made things so much more enjoyable to be on gravel whether that's you know like our gravel roads are actually like public gravel roads that we get to ride whereas if you go out west you know you're riding more fire roads and what have you it Hmm. changes throughout the whole country but um there's there's tires for every sort of terrain now so it's Hmm. it's great that the industry jumped on board with it and and made these gravel specific uh components to to handle it that's it's interesting that you broke it down that way between you know like the west the the fire roads but out here on the east coast and probably in the midwest too 
it's mm-hmm. it's open roadways to travel and i kind of i kind of hope because you hear people talking about trying to do gravel scales and we've toyed with the idea yeah. before i'm kind of hoping that they never really do that they just let <laughs> the event be the event and they don't try to start breaking it down into this is a west coast fire road kind of a gravel event sure. versus you know just call it gravel and you figure out what you're doing you do your scout and you, you go out and you do your thing. Now, we were talking in the pre-roll here that you've got a pretty tasty beer in front of you. I want to give you a chance to give that little brewery that's one of my yeah. favorites a little shout-out down there in Roanoke. Yeah, so I got uh, Star Hill uh, Grateful Pale Ale right now that I'm sipping on, and it's pretty tasty. Um, nice. And uh, uh, I definitely want to head down to their brewery and do uh, a little bit of riding and a little bit of drinking. So, um uh, I, I know they got some cool, cool roads and some cool trails to ride. Yeah, I've done a, a tour that went through Roanoke. Um, Blue Ridge Bliss went through Roanoke, um, and and we took a bunch of participants over to Star Hill for an evening. Um, and I've been there myself a couple of times. It's a nice little brewery, right, right underneath the star, right in Roanoke. Mm, so kind of cool, man. Kind of cool, nice looking beer. So yeah, um, I was actually hoping to get down there. Um, I was originally planning to do rockstar uh 270 this this uh this spring and do the gravel version of it but uh they moved the date and it didn't quite line up with some other stuff so uh that's definitely uh, uh on my 2021 calendar though to do the uh the rockstar 270 it, it is so hard anymore i mean we look at our calendars here and i know joey's got you know because of the shop saturdays are tough for him so he likes the sunday rides but there's just there's an event you can go to an event now every weekend that's a killer gravel yeah. event that's like a like a a weekend event festival party it just it just feels like there's so many options now it's almost hard to choose it it really is like and and the other thing is they sell out so quickly that Mm. you really have to like plan your season well in advance like i was starting to think back in like november what i was going to do for (laughs) you know 2020 yeah and uh you have to you know sit there like keystone gravel you know i registered for that just a, a few weeks ago and sitting there with my my you know, finger on the mouse, ready to click <laughs> register because that sells out so quick. So it's, it's, it is, it, it's great. Um, but it's also challenging to try and put together what you want to do. What's your event rundown for this year? What, what events are you riding? So we got uh, Corona tan coming up here. Um, nice. We're going to make that a thing. <laughs> We're going to make that a thing over there, Joe. It's I, it's happening. I love that you guys decided to do that. Corona tan. And then um, after that, uh, I'm going to do the, I always get the name wrong. So I always call it the, the Lou Lacka, Lulu oh. Lemon. Oh yeah. Wico. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Lou um, Lacka so, Wica Hundo. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the the Lulaka Waiko Hundo. It was on my calendar is L L W H. My wife said, "What is L L W H?" And I said, "I said to her, I said Lulaka Waiko Hundo," and she went L L W H. I was like yeah. debating tonight, like how I can fish and ride that one at the same time. We'll figure in it out in the same weekend. We'll figure it out. We'll yeah. Figure it out. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Go we'll, ahead. We'll Phil. be we, there. We interrupted yeah. you. <laughs> so Corona Tan uh, Lulaka, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, so Lulaka, um, and then uh, DK200, um, nice. which is going to be my sort of A race, and that, that'll be with um, the Shimano Gravel Alliance. We'll, we'll be out there together for that one. Nice. Uh, um, and then uh, about three and a half, four weeks after that, I'll do the Michigan Coast to Coast, um, which is, uh, I think, 210 miles across the state of Michigan. 
uh, Matt Acker puts that on from from Salsa. Um, and it's a, a really cool event I've always wanted to do. And being from Michigan, it's a great way to see my state. Um, and then really after that, I'm going to take a little break until Keystone Gravel. And um, then that that's kind of my my uh, my season. Nice. Have you looked at Unpaved yet? Mm. I, I I have looked at Unpaved. Remind me when? What's the date of that one? October, uh, October eighth. October eleventh. Eleventh. October. Yeah. October eleventh. So that that definitely could be um, a possibility as well. I know that sells out. It sold out last year, and it was was it the first year last year or no? Second year. Second. Second year. Second. Yep. Uh, Dave, Dave puts but, on a great uh, show, man. Dave puts on a great show. Clink. That's nice. all those Keystone yeah. people too. Yeah. 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 So talk- I know. Um, I think Rodeo Labs came out there for for that last year as well, which. Um, uh, I talked with Steven occasionally who's who's with Rodeo and uh, he, he had nothing but good things to say about it. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit um, about GRX and, and <laughs> what's going on in the world and how you're involved and all that GRX goodness. Sure. So um, really my involvement with it is, um, you know, we Shimano started the uh, Gravel Alliance to help do some market research about what gravel is uh, across the country and now really um, even including Europe, there's a European Gravel Alliance. Um, and it just changes so so geographically, uh, it, it's different what people want out of it. But um, GRX came about because of that, that, that need of uh, a, a gravel specific group um, that was tailored to riding gravel. Um, so I guess that would have been the initial like press release was that with Dirty Canta last year. Um, and then we did a, a event up in Canada um, called the Fertori uh, Gravel Ride um, in Peterborough in June of last year, where we decked our bikes out with uh, GRX and uh, I got to you know set them up and, and start riding it from, from then forward. And it's just been... Um, really cool it's versatility of it um i mean i'm on the di2 version which i think has the the nicest hood shape and and um the uh, servo wave actuation of the brakes comes from their mountain biking where you can like do one finger braking and it just feels so snappy and and smooth so um it's yeah it's, tons of different yeah, yeah go, it's, go ha- ahead. it's hard to even think about or imagine the fact that you know grx it feels like it's been entrenched and it's not even been around a year right i yeah, mean yep. that that's that's wild i mean that that just it feels like it just hit the ground and it was like immediate and uh you know i i too run grx di2 i mm-hmm. got the i got the poor man's mechanical <laughs> still you <laughs> love so it good. though oh, you I still love, love it. it that's yeah. why I, that's half the reason i'm switching bikes for corona tan yeah um <laughs> what what bike are you uh, running it on uh, Phil. So I, I've got probably my favorite bike I've ever owned right now is it's a, a Otso um, Wahila C, um, which most people are like Otso. What is that? Um, basically, it's it's a Wolf Tooth sister company. Um, same same people just decided to make some really cool bikes, um, and this is their their carbon version. Nice. Um, so it, it's got clearance for. I've squeezed in some 29 by 2.2s on there. Oh, um, whoa! <laughs> so like for for bike packing and and sort of going wherever you want to go, um, it's definitely got the capabilities. It's got a really cool 
um, tuning chip, they call it. Wolf Tooth designed it, where on the, the back you can adjust where the, uh, the basically the rear drop sits and will change uh, the bottom bracket height and head angle for what sort of like riding style you want and wheel size you're running. So that way you can make the bike sit in a, in a, in a more playful position or a more stable position. Um, it's light, it's fast, it's fun. Nice. Um, and, and yeah, I just love it. And are you running one by or two by on it? So I was running one by all the way up until probably about, I don't know, a month ago. Um, and then um, now that we're going into kind of the quote unquote race season, um, I want the, the range back of a two by. So um, gone to GRX two by for um, some of these, these faster events. Are you, uh, so I'm going to dig a little bit. What are you, are you running like a 36 in the back? Uh, no. So I am on a, a 11 through 34 on the back. Um, I wish there was an 11 through 36 that was Shimano. Oh, I get, they yeah, don't, sorry. I they don't make <laughs> Yeah. yeah no, I didn't think about they, that. They, when I... <laughs> uh, they, they, they don't make a, a 36. So, um, uh, I'm on a 34, um, but that still gives me with the, uh, the climbing of the 4831 double, yeah. you know, you got a 31, 34 climbing, which will pretty much get me up anything that I, I need to. Um, and then having that 48, uh, will definitely get me the range on some of the, the ladder faster courses that will, will be like next or this coming weekend. So, here is a unprofessional professional question slash opinion, I guess mm-hmm. from one shop manager to another. Um, yeah, let's let's go. Have you ever extended the range on the rear of one of those yet, like yes. bigger cassette? So, um, on the one by, I have definitely put a forty six on, and it worked Whoa. flawlessly, Ooh. no problem whatsoever. Yeah. So, um, me and um, Barry Croker, who um, is a uh, a, a great guy who does a lot of bike packing and, and uh, cool stuff in, in our area. Um, look him up on Instagram, the two wheel dad. Um, he does some cool clinics and, and, and stuff. So uh, me and him did a trip out in George Washington national forest, uh-huh. uh, where typically you would ride a mountain bike on most of these trails. Yeah. And we decided to take our gravel bikes <laughs> and I managed to squeeze the 46 in um and had a 42 on front and it was it was great and it had no issues whatsoever what about two by so that i haven't played with yet but i am definitely going to try and squeeze a 40 on okay. um because I, <laughs> I i think i think it's it's possible um but uh it's definitely not recommended but um i think there's a way to like with the di2 as well you can kind of make the chain a little long because you it doesn't allow you to go a little little um and cross chain that way so you can technically have the chain a little long and hopefully the capacity will work out so i haven't tried it but um it, it might work do i have some pictures for you we, we have tried it <laughs> okay it, it did not go well no uh, it's, it's it's working it's working. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Tell, tell so him what you did. I actually, Joey's an innovator. I'm, I swear, mm-hmm. Joey, you're an innovator. Go. No, I, I avoid warranties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, thank for, you. My pocketbook knows that. For Yeah, I, 
I mean, just to clarify, all this stuff is, yeah, you know, this is two m- by goes to a 34, one by goes exactly. to a 42. That's what I but, told Brian. Um, Sh- Shimano has always been known to be a little bit generous when it comes to their tooth count. Um, and, I mean, they'll even admit that. So on my bike, I have the 800 series. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm actually running a Praxis, one of the carbon cranks with a 4832 up front. Because uh, uh-huh, at the yep. time, I couldn't get a GRX crank before Unpaved in October. And I gotcha. really wanted some climbing gear. So I actually put, I have an SLX, uh, like a 7,000-1142 in the rear. Oh, nice. And it has been flawless. And that's a one-by. No, that's two-by. That's two-by. It's a two-by. Two. So. Remind me, you said the, it's a 48-32 is what you're running on the front? Yeah. That's awesome. And I wanted all the gears. <laughs> I need yeah, all like, the I gears. got all the gears. But need them. <laughs> like, for, it has been flawless. Like, I've had zero mechanical issues, nothing. Yeah. Um, and then only because he's a friend, um, will not do it to an actual customer's bike, Brian set the same thing up on his Diverge uh, mm-hmm. with a DI2. Yeah. Um, it's been finicky because he busted. It, we, well, uh, I know what happened. I know what happened. I, I'm pretty sure I'm yeah. going to take the hit because it was working great. And then there was one day I went out just to do a little, like, knock-around ride with my wife. And when I took the bike The more on, we say it, it gets embarrassing on my end. No, 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 no. I don't think so. Because, I mean, we, we're basically depending upon... Uh, the synchro shift is our saving grace. That yeah. keeps it from doing what happened to me. Yeah. Gotcha. And, and I think what happened was I inadvertently um, disengaged the, the wire going into the derailleur. And I didn't realize it. And then I wasn't thinking. So, you know, what does your average consumer do when something goes wrong? We start pushing buttons. So I I was like tap, tap, tapping buttons on the junction box. And then Joey was like, oh, just just unseat the cable. I tried the cable. Unseat the cable, reseat the cable. And when I did that, it started working again. And but I think what happened was all my my button tapping. It went out of synchro mode and into manual mode. So I was still on the big ring in the front, and when it tried to climb up on the back, it literally just ripped the derailleur off the bike, snapped ah, the derailleur yeah. hanger. What, what? Give him the laundry list, Joey, of the things I did oh, to the just, bike. I replaced spokes. We replaced the cassette. Oh, uh, the wheel. Chain ring. Uh, chain, chain, obviously. Like cassette. New drivetrain. Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. So, so you guys are setting them up. Uh, relying on the synchro to not go in the gear well, combination that will, will rip your bike to shreds. That right. is per per me. Per bre- yeah, that is not yeah. me. That is, yes. that is yes. me. That is me. And so what I have done is I have put a, a, the display on my Garmin on my head unit to tell me what mode it is. So that right. I, when I look at my head unit, I now know. And that was just a lesson learned thing. Yeah. It was. It sure. had gotten into manual mode, and I, it all went. Yeah. It all went. To- <laughs> this is full Brian. Like, yeah, screw it. I don't care. I. You know, it, it's just the way it is. You got to play yeah. with this stuff. You don't yeah. play. That's, sure. the, that's the nature of gravel. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. We're pushing yep. the limits of the equipment. We're testing things. We're trying. I was things. Definitely afraid to bring that up at that Shimano clinic. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, I think for. Floyd probably would have oh. had some words for you yeah. on that one. Uh, you know, uh, but that's who we are. But, that's what we do. We just exactly. farm around that stuff. So. Yeah. And now... Yeah, I can remember um, I went out to um, Irvine for for something at Shimano headquarters, and uh, I can't remember who the guy was, but he definitely worked for Shimano. Um, but he had his gravel bike there, which was you know like a, a, a mosaic, but he had a Fox AX fork on it 
where he had managed to put in some sort of way to get an electronic lockout through di2 onto the ax <laughs> and then also had the e13 9 through 46 hooked up to something that really shouldn't be hooked up you know it was just all over the place but like yeah. that's how you find out the capabilities of yeah, the bikes exactly. is, is you start to play with them and you figure out what's going on and like you said that's kind of what gravel is and yeah, that's yeah. how we ended up where we are now it, ta- um, it by, takes by it trying ta- different stuff it takes an innovative not will uh, willing to step outside the box mechanic right. yeah. that thinks it through along with a consumer and a customer that says you know what hey if it breaks i mean it, you wrote you it know. for months yeah months my, uh, and it was totally it was just totally by chance that my that, mechanical setup's been flawless yeah i mean it actually right. is yeah. is spot on and we and, and even that problem i'm having that we were running to oh, ground today i still have a bent chain ring so <laughs> it gets um, replaced tomorrow you know it, it's just you know that's what it is so yeah yeah. Uh, and that's what we do really with with grx what um i think it really did was it it developed a, a spot for um gravel specific groups that we were looking for um you know even down to the ergonomics to the gear ranges to the options i mean the fact that they kept it even doing a tiagra level 10 speed um is the fact that they realize that people aren't necessarily going to be wanting to go to these, you know, 12 speed new free hub bodies and, and all this sort of stuff that they just need the current stuff that we, we ride, but just tweaked a little bit for gravel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're allowed to say this, but do you, is there anything you don't like about the group set? Like it doesn't have to be anything big, you know, you know, I mean, I think what we we kind of mentioned earlier was just the fact that like they don't make a thirty six. Yeah. Um, that was the one thing that um, I really wanted because it, it it definitely can clear a thirty six. Um, they know that, um, but it, it's just one of those limiting factors there yeah. where I think it's not necessarily. A, a GRX thing. I think it's just a. I, I wish that there was an 1136 uh, cassette uh, yeah. that was 11 speed. Um, other than that, really, um, the GRX has just been exactly what I've been looking for as far as shape and feel and the brakes. Instead of having, you know, the hydraulic road brakes want to be this. Um, sort of mimic of a cable pull that's why they made them feel that way versus like on the servo wave mountain bike style it's more snappy and springy so that was a huge thing for me to be able to have that feel instead of this uh sort of like pull um and then uh the the other stuff that they've come out with underneath the the pro line has been amazing as well so right now i'm running their internal dropper with their new dropper lever which is awesome um you can actuate it from in the hoods with your finger or when you're down in the drops the same lever has another paddle that you can actuate with your thumb Mm -hmm. so you can really toggle between the two and they've just kind of gone all in um as far as figuring out what people want whether it's adventure or race the, um, I guess, I don't know, did I ask you or Alonzo, Brian, but so between the both of you, and I, I'm usually only just doing test rides and stuff when I'm wrenching on bikes, but the um, the new uh, placement of the buttons in the hoods, 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you guys like those? So that that's that's a good good point because that initially was a big negative for me where I was yeah. like, oh, I can't do this. Like this is not where I want it to be. I have to like the idea was to kind of rock your inner knuckle of your thumb to hit the button, but it's just not quite right. Yeah. But now that I've been riding it for quite a while, and I go back on to um, like a, a Duracer or Altegra DI2 uh-huh. bike that has it on the top, um, I get baffled with it being on the top, being like, oh my god, this is horrible that I have to take my thumb off the hook. <laughs> so um, I, I don't have DI2 on my road bike, mm-hmm. so I don't have anything to compare it to in that respect. But I yep. like having the buttons. Now, I've got my buttons programmed to scroll through my screens on my head unit, on my Garmin. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, what, do you, what do you use your yours for, Phil? So I have mine, you know, right and left, scroll through the screens on my Garmin. I have um, press and hold on my left uh, will always bring up my map with the course loaded. And then press and hold on my right will be the lap button for when I'm doing workouts. Um, and then I don't think I have anything. Oh no, I do for, um, I've got some bond trigger lights that I have double tap to change the, the mode of the light. Um, so I have them all hooked up with lots of different features. I figured that was too complicated. So so I just, I just learned something. I didn't know you could do the tap and hold and I didn't know you could do the double tap. I'm surprised you set yours up just for your Garmin. So (laughs) yeah, so I mean like it's, it's crazy because you can assign essentially six features to two buttons and you can set them up as simple as just, I want to scroll through my Garmin or, you know, uh, have it as in depth as I want to control my lights with it. But, um, I will say that when I get on my mountain bike, I have become very annoyed of having to take my hands off to touch my Garmin. (laughs) 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 I'm like, Oh, I got it. Like my hands literally go to try and find a button on, my grips to 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 hit something that's obviously not there because i need to look at a different screen on my garmin which is which just is so unnecessary but so awesome so so to switch gears a little bit um talk to (laughs) us about uh frostbite rides Mm -hmm. um and that's done under the shimano gravel alliance so so tell us a little bit about what's going on there and i I know our friend pete sneaky pete did a frostbite ride yeah yeah Yeah, I, i met i met pete at the uh, it was the second one he came out, and it was actually very, very cold that day. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it, it really I wanted to just do a, a gravel series in February, the month where nobody wants to really have the motivation to get outside and ride, and everybody's kind of hibernating, and the idea was, all right, let's come up with something to um, have a little bit of friendly competition, but nothing that was considered necessarily a race, I guess. I mean, there was definitely, um, some spirited, uh, rides going on at the front, but I just wanted to get people out and, and ride the bikes and, and experience the gravel. So, um, it was about a 42 mile loop, um, that we did from our fit studio and coffee shop in the plains. And, um, I think somebody actually, I, I don't use Ride with GPS, but somebody made the the course on there, and it's kind of cool that they tell you how much gravel it is, and it was something like 78% was gravel. Um, so nice um, route. most of the stuff that was not gravel was just our little neutral rollout we did from town. So uh, 
really stuck to uh, a lot of fun, pretty roads, two kind of nasty climbs, um, rotated it each direction each week. So a lot, a lot of fun, though. Cool. So that was that was three or four rides, I think. It was like a series, uh, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was three. Yeah, I did um, basically the last three Saturdays in February. Um, and uh, it was free for everyone who wanted to enter. Um, I kept it limited to um, 50 men and 50 women just to uh, keep it a little bit controlled um, instead of having it be all of a sudden there's 250 people riding <laughs> down the down the roads. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, Shimano was awesome and helped support it, and everybody got some swag bags with some bottles and buffs and um, – Winners got some scarves, and then overall winners got um, some of the new GRX8, or sorry, the RX8 shoes, um, a laser G1 helmet, and some XTR pedals. So that was for for second and third men's and women's all got that stuff. So um, just just a lot of fun, really. Uh, do you ride those shoes, the RX8? I, I do. Yeah. Man, I'm still waiting on mine to show up from that tech class. <laughs> Yeah, they are um, incredibly light and, and fast. They're still super comfortable. Um, I was riding their RC5s, the lace-up gravel shoe before that, which yeah. I think is still my favorite shoe as far as comfort. Um, I, I'm not a fan of laces, but those ones were so comfortable that I, I put up with the laces. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the RX8 um, shoe is definitely – a like what they wanted a, a gravel ratio it's stiff it's light and um it's it definitely is still a shimano comfortable shoe yeah there's there's some of those in my future i'm pretty sure which which colorway did you get phil the uh the silver sort of yeah. camo looking one they gotta have a little bit of bling yeah those are sharp those are so yeah. sharp i i really like the women colorway oh yeah. i wish they would make them in my size because they do like a navy blue with a, like almost like a little like pink yeah. on it yeah. um which i think would be pretty cool so in your frostbite series what was your what was your breakdown of um guys and gals uh so the first one um it was um i think around 30 like high 30 percent uh women to to men um, which was awesome. The second one was our lowest attendance just because uh, it was ridiculously cold and the Sunday was monster cross. So I knew that one wasn't going to have a whole bunch of people come out. Um, and then the last one was the biggest uh, turnout with, um, I think we had 81 people show up for that wow, one. Wow. Um, and there was... I think there was like 40 something women registered, uh, ended up being about like 57, something like that. Um, men registered and yeah, 81 people showed up. So, um, it was, uh, it was a a great success in, in my, my eyes as far as what I wanted to get out of it. We've been uh, following pretty closely what uh, Tanya's doing with Rothrock. Have you seen what they're doing up at Rothrock grit in Pennsylvania? Um, she, she put out a ride and it's a 50, 50 split men, women, and she, she just sold out. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that, that was the whole, uh, drive for it that I really wanted to try and aim for that, like 50% of, of men to women. Um, you know, it's tough. Um, but, uh, I, I limited the men's field and, 
turned away people just because I, I wanted to make sure that it wasn't like a combined number of 100. It was 50 men and 50 women. Yeah. And that's that's why I wanted to aim for. And it, it definitely um, allowed a lot of women to join, you know, the the few days out beforehand, whereas there was probably 20 or so men waiting for those spots. But it, it was um, always, always full. So that right. was good. Um. So speaking of like the, oh, I guess the frostbite, um, you guys have a lot of gravel out your way. Um, yes. Like, isn't so? What are you? What county are you in? I just know that. So Haymarket is um, actually kind of like in the corner of. Well, so we're in Prince William, but um, Fauquier County is like three miles to the west and then northwest of us is um well i guess really just north is um loudon county yeah so um loudon county definitely i think has the most uh gravel um like sort of mileage um but really you're always dipping in and out of fauquier county and loudon county when you're when you're riding yeah um, our, our fit studio is in, in the plains, which is Fauquier County. You've got maybe, I don't know, three quarters of a mile to a mile before you make your first turn onto a gravel road. And I mean, you can, you can make endless loops of, of gravel roads and just barely touching any sort of pavement in order to, you know, I mean, you can go do 70, hundred miles and, and barely touch pavement. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. And it, and it, it's like, if, if you're in Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, DC kind of thing, that that's where you yeah. that's where you go to find gravel. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's it. So you're right in the middle of it all. Yeah, and uh, I mean, we've definitely seen, you know, with the explosion of gravel, more and more big groups out here riding um, and uh, you know, people you know, come out to Marshall or they'll start in, in Leesburg or Middleburg and park up there and make all these different loops together. So, um, it's definitely, um, thriving out here for sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, my, my girlfriend, she lives in Alexandria and, uh, if we want to ride gravel, we, we either jump on the CNO or we head back out this way. Have you got any, um, like maybe on the, the shop website or something, have you got any routes that people could, you know, jump so onto? Our, our biggest thing that we share through is there's a Facebook group that's just called um, Haymarket Plains Group Rides. Um, and um, that's where like a lot of people either associated with the shop or um, just people want to share rides. We'll post routes and, and, you know, just, Hey, this is going on this weekend. Come join. Cool. Um, so yeah, on Facebook is definitely the, the best place to, to find that. Um, we just changed the, the clocks, which for Haymarket bicycles means we switch from gravel to road. Um, but in the winter months, um, we actually have a Wednesday night gravel ride that leaves from our plains location, hmm. which is about 30 miles, you know, lights are needed. We head out at six o'clock and do, uh, you know, a two hour loop. Um, but, uh, as soon as the clocks change, we go back, back to riding road. Nice. So, um, Corona tan, you just, yeah. you got a, you got a hail Mary entry. Um, I did. You, you've been diving in deep. How long have you had to prepare for it? 
So um, I actually went through, um, I had a herniated disc in December that I had surgery for and was off the bike um, all the way up until pretty much the last week of January, I was cleared to get back on. And, um, so my, my whole season was like, I don't know what the heck I'm going to be doing. Cause some people were saying you might not be on the bike until March and blah, blah, blah. So, um, to s- sort of celebrate being off the bike and it was cold and it's end of January. Um, me and my girlfriend, Melissa decided to do like a quick weekend, uh, uh gravel camp and went down to Croatan because it's on the beach it was 60 degrees um at the end of january and we're like you know what let's just find a cheap place and go (laughs) ride bikes and she was already registered to go so um i am not necessarily built for these flat fast powerful road you know rides where you're just grinding away the whole time i definitely am uh, more of a climber so i was like oh man this sounds like horrible you know like i don't know if i want to do this or not and uh once we went down and rode like those it it's fun and savage road is awesome and i'm so glad that he's put this atv trail through the black swamp and you know you got to keep gravel entertaining and and weird so (laughs) um after doing that i just kind of was like well you know if it presents itself i'll 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 go, go do it and uh sure enough um uh, probably the middle of February, uh, a spot uh, presented itself, and I was like, "All right, I'm doing it." Nice. And uh, um, yeah, I, I think for me, it's just a good excuse to get a lot of miles in before um, I'm, you know, doing Dirty Kansas this year, and you know, might as well. So um, I'm looking forward to it, though. I think it's going to be a, a super fun event. That's even though it's flat, it's going to be entertaining. So um, my wife and I went down and did some pre-riding right in the middle of February. In fact, it was Valentine's Day weekend. Mm. Um, so we went back in and did the forest and did Savage Road and um, just that that just to get a feel for it. And I don't know mm-hmm. if you listened to Matt. We had Matt on. Was it last week, Joey? Week before? Week before? It was two uh, weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, and he kind of walked through the entire course. You might want to go listen to that. He he walked okay. through it from from out of the chute through each of the sections and nice. uh, he has done a lot of work um yes. to 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 smooth out some of those potholes that you obviously experienced that i experienced as well mm-hmm. um and i don't know if you've been following along on facebook but there was a a washout yeah. at the section between uh the the ohv road and savage road and they've had to put a footbridge in Yes. So that that'll be an interesting uh, little section. He also did some videos where he was showing people lines about do not ride through water. And right. <laughs> it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun fun weekend. It's gonna be a fun ride, and there's gonna be stories that come out of that one. Yeah. That's right. I I actually sent Matt a message when he first posted that video of the ATV trail where we're gonna have to dismount, and it was just like. You know, it's in the black swamp and it's the lowest point and it was black soupy mud. Yeah. And I, I sent a message and I was just like, Good job, man. Keep keep it up. I know people are gonna bitch about this, but this will be those would be the people that their their profile picture will be changed of them running through the black swamp. Yes. You know, absolutely. like they're gonna bitch about it, but they're gonna love it. So um, you know, I think it's it's great um that he 
rolled the dice to do something like that and it cuts out on the out and back um which i think is smart and um that that bridge well it does look rideable um i i imagine after somebody's shoes get on that thing it's going to be pretty slick (laughs) that'd be be a fun place if you just want to go watch some uh uh, some activity (laughs) right well that's so where that is is probably only like i i guess the black swamp actual gravel road is only a little bit down on savage road from there so people could probably walk in and heckle you know yeah Um, yeah absolutely yeah so i think uh um that that should be done the uh i guess technically i was just south we were down there at the same time when you guys Mm -hmm. rode we were just south and i didn't realize we were that close technically Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah we, we were, you, you messaged me and said, oh, man, I'm just down, like, down oh, we, from there. Yeah, we were down in Wilmington, and we were, like, in between yeah. um, at this place that was similar, so we decided to ride it. It was, was kind of cool how much gravel there actually is down there. Yes. Um, oh, I lost, yeah. I lost I, forgot I, what I was going to say. I'm excited for that. Even <laughs> the – there's, like, a, a, a pine section, I guess, so like, after you do the farm. Yeah. And you're going to, like, in between two railroad tracks. And, like, that was a blast. I mean, it was just enough sweepy turns that you're still cranking on the pedals the whole time. And, and yeah. it just was – it was fun. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, yeah. So, um, excuse my – so, who, um, I follow your friend. Is it Crandall? What's his name? Yeah. Yeah, Crandall. Oh, man, yep. he's a hoot, too. So, on, uh, <laughs> so his name is, is – Chris Randall. Chris, uh, but everyone just calls him Crandall. I, I think I rode with him like four or five years ago, and uh, Steve Keller had me out for a ride in like New Year's Day. Yep. And uh, he's always like a, he's a he's a funny guy. But you got yes. you posted something on your Instagram the other night about the uh, I don't know if it was like a joke with nutrition or with the alcohol or something <laughs> like. Yeah. So honestly, that was so. Me and him are uh, going down together, uh-huh. um, and. Um, I was just like, hey, man, send me a list of what you want me to get ready for, for Croatan. And uh, I was expecting him to be, you know, like bananas, oatmeal, da 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 and all this sort of stuff. And dead seriously, he did not do this as like a joke or anything. He just put on there beer, bourbon, mini, minis of fireball, and coffee. And that's all he put on the list. <laughs> Man, if you listen to the early part of this episode, Brian's like, oh, it's talking about his whole nutrition, and I'm thinking the whole time, like, well, these guys. Yeah, I can I can assure you that I will not be having probably even any beer the night before, but um, uh, during uh, the the race, there may be might might be a hand up but afterwards i'll definitely be uh partaking in that but uh no crandall's uh he's a he's a, a awesome guy to ride with he's always just a positive cheerleader and he usually has a flask with him so that definitely helps i, yeah. I think a hand up between two and three between lap two and lap yes. three because because yes. lap three is mental it's pure mental so that might actually just really calm the nerve and yes that actually might not be a bad idea i'll have my flask with me for you brian <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll find you, and we can all do a do yeah. a, a third lap uh, uh, shot together. Yeah, we'll have to have you. Uh, what, you guys going down Friday? You, yeah, you we'll told go down me, early but, Friday, yeah. um, and uh, you know, just get settled in. Um, probably do a little hour spin um, on Friday to stretch the legs, and then uh, obviously suffer for, um, 150 <laughs> miles, um, on Saturday. But, um, afterwards, 
Um, I think we're going to try and go over to um, Rodeo Labs. Rodeo Venture Labs has got a, a beach house that uh, I think they're doing like a, a, a pizza and beer thing afterwards. So um, we might try and make our way over there. But I'll definitely want to meet up with you guys while, while, yeah. while we're, we're in the same spot. We're going to be at uh, Ridge Supply with uh, Mike's set up and talking mm-hmm. to people that are doing the doing ride for just a couple of hours. We're going to catch some people. And, yeah. Awesome. Because I do want to go what right out. What time are you guys going to be there? Uh, Our plan is to get an early start and be there just after the lunch hour. It's okay, a, cool. So we're gonna, we're going to get a pretty early start. I do want to test ride a rodeo. Like I really want a flannel. Yeah. Yeah, the new flannel looks so nice. Um. Uh, yeah, we'll see. And I, we're staying in Emerald Island or uh, Swansboro. So Swansboro. Okay, so you guys are on on the other side. Yeah. Yeah, I, we're all the way actually down. Because my trip was so last minute, um, we got a place in I think it's called Atlantic Beach, which is still like like if you go across the bridge into Emerald Isle and then you go all the way up. Yeah, you're um, a ways up. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So um, yeah. we're we're a little ways out of town, but uh, uh, still still down by the beach. Sweet, <laughs> sweet. Hey, Phil, thanks for coming yeah. on the podcast. Oh, yeah, I, absolutely. No, thanks for having me. Do you, do you have me, anything man. else, it's been, Joey? Been awesome. Yeah, um, so we are currently starting a challenge. Um, we're big fans of Nittany Mountain Works. Oh, yeah, and, me too. Uh, so do you have one of their half-pack frame packs yet? Uh, frame bags? I think you do, don't you? I do, yes. All right, so we're trying to figure out how much cooked bacon you could put inside of one of those. <laughs> and we, we were actually we're going to do it soon, but we're going to try to start a movement. <laughs> the with, bacon, hashtag bacon challenge? Yeah. <laughs> no. So how how much did you say cooked bacon? Yeah, cooked. So bacon, I think we're yeah. shooting for five pounds. Yeah, cooked I bacon. Mean, I I think that's definitely be that that's achievable for sure. Nice. Um, I mean, there it's surprising how much you can fit in those things. Yeah. See, Joey had this big thing last week where he's like, if we get five new Patreon we supporters, just do it. <laughs> well, you're, you're giving it up, Joey. You're giving it up. Well, he was like, we're going to get five new Patreon, and now he's like, we just got to do it. We, we just got to do it. Well, when, when you put the hashtag in front of it, like you just totally changed the game. <laughs> I did. I put bacon I, challenge. I put a hashtag in front of the word bacon so, challenge. I, I do. I do have to put an order in tomorrow, and I'm going to call Evan and see if we can get like a blim bag for yeah. this or something cool cool <laughs> so um that was my last awesome. little bit yeah, yeah. I, I think you guys can get more than five pounds though yeah so phil we do a little thing we call this or that and i sure hope you're going to want to stick around for this or that will you be willing to do that with us absolutely okay um it's going to be kind of crazy with we gotta just if it was just me and you joey with a this or that that would be kind of that's i'm That'd be kind of lame yeah <laughs> i'd be lame I gotta, we get max in on yeah. it he's he's over he worked a full day at the store okay so. he was over here dreaming before yeah. his legs were going he was whimpering and barking okay first <laughs> item on this or that and i'm going to toss it over to you phil first because you're our yep. guest and we are decent folk and then yes. i'm going to give it to you joey yep. and wait and then i'm going to muck it all up it's usually Wes. It's usually Wes that mucks it all up. So I will, I will muck it up. I'll muck That's it up. That's what I'll do. Don't worry. Do, I'll do the thing. First item, washing your hands by singing happy birthday or washing your hands singing the alphabet <laughs> to battle the coronavirus. <laughs> I, 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 it's got to be happy birthday just because it, I, I think it's just a little bit more fun. Like nice. ABC's, nah, yeah. you know. Uh, right. Happy birthday! You can at least like do like some sort of like different rendition with it. Joey, I don't wash my hands. 
<laughs> you started it. Patient zero. I wear rubber gloves. I wear the park tool rubber gloves when I'm at work. When I when I'm PKRBG. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with happy birthday. I do happy birthday. Yeah. It's okay. Um, it's just you know it's the thing. Yeah. But yes. I mean the big thing is people wash your hands. <laughs> Come I mean, on. The sad part is who wasn't washing their hands earlier? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Next item. Would you rather begin every sentence with "Hey, idiot"? Or end every sentence with "Ha ha, I was just kidding." Hey, idiot! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joey, would you give us an example of two things? I I'm, don't know. You, you should have been here the whole time. Wes was living at my house. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> like, hey, I'm idiot! Like, do this, the dishes. This is, this is this is this is this is Joey talking to Brian. Hey, idiot! It's not a good idea to do that with your GRX DVD <laughs> on the back of your I, bike. I'm the one that or, said it. Or. Or we should do this to the your GRX DI2 setup. Ha ha, I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of works both ways on that one. Hey, it's your money. <laughs> what's, your, what's your answer, Joey? I'm going to go with Hey Idiot. I would go with Hey like Idiot. Like I said, too. I, I'm pretty sure like that happened while Wes was <laughs> staying here for a month. You call him. You, yeah, I, I heard that more than a few times. I don't know. I will roommates. See, my, my my brain just goes. We we work retail and <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, Brian, <laughs> hey idiot, <laughs> hey okay. idiot, you're not supposed to do that with your bike. Yeah. <laughs> I should have had you sign like a like a like a form. You should you should say, hey idiot, don't let your mechanic do this to your bike. <laughs> <laughs> okay, third item. I'm happy with it. I I want to experiment. Happy uh, third third item. Get sick before Corona tan or get sick during Corona tan. Uh, Matt is gonna hate that we're calling this Corona tan. I know. Like, did, uh, so so uh, first, my answer is during. Um, but did you see he just sent out a um, yeah a, a, a safety oh, email yeah. about the coronavirus? So yeah, yeah. I got a little uh, bit of that. He's def- he's de- I think he's definitely worried about it. <laughs> It happens, but see, like, like during Croatan, see, I can't even say it right now. Um, <laughs> it's working. Uh, <laughs> it's working. It's working. Yeah, it, it's catching just like the virus. Um, so, um, I think we just got a title to do. You get to do the race. Instead of if you got it beforehand, you you probably wouldn't do it. Yeah, well, you know, but also if you get sick during it, that means you were contagious before, so you just basically <laughs> oh. infected the field. So. Oh. Joey, what would you rather do? Um, I don't want to keep going back, but remember I got sick during Dirty Kanza? Yeah. And I threw my guts out. Yeah. And by the time I was rested up and got back, yeah. I was able to enjoy the after party. Okay. So, so I, I'm gonna go sick get during. sick during. Like it, it I, totally works. If you get sick before, <laughs> you're missing out on all the fun. So you yeah. definitely want to get sick during. Yeah. You know, and then all the people that stayed with you in your house are gonna get quarantined, and you know all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Emergency personnel will show up. Um, so last item. This oh, one. Hold what? on, I got what? a quick question. Okay, quick, go. Do you, I wonder? Are you using Airbnb, Phil? Down yes. There? Do you think people have, getting, have been getting their Airbnbs canceled? Ooh, probably. Oh, probably. Sure. I wonder if anyone for like you know going down there this weekend has. I bet you. I bet you. I, just I bet you. It. Yeah, I bet I'm, you. I'm sure people have have been canceling all over the place on everything. I mean, uh, one I mean, of, it's like uh, my neighbors has a a restaurant in D.C. and like their nightly stuff is down by fifty percent. Like people, people just aren't going out. You wow. know, like it's 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 uh, the zombie apocalypse that we're facing here. Well, so. I mean, I'm just wondering as like someone who owns that, like we're going to stay at Joe Jim Bob's house that we rented from him, right? And mm-hmm. they pull the plug on us. 
That's what I'm thinking. Oh, that's got to suck. That would stink if like they John said, no, we don't me, want people in the house. I mean, I get the keys to our house tomorrow. Hopefully, John's still. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Anyway, we can keep going, but let's think but about that. No, <laughs> we we are gravel people. So we, we I, we've been here. We were talking to Jess earlier, and she was talking about a lot of races getting canceled up and down the East Coast for this weekend and the coming weekends. Yeah. And But, you know, I gravel people, I think we're going to keep going because we want to experiment oh, with we're coronavirus. Dirty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, why not? Okay, right. the, the last item on this or that for this week is a, is a little, I don't know what it is. Mud in your bibs after an embarrassing fall, say, across the bridge on Savage Road, or mud in your bibs after not making it to the port john in time. Because <laughs> you've got coronavirus. So, so um, I, I have a story for you. Uh-oh. Oh, yes. Before this we is go the best. any further. Um, but uh, it's definitely going to be, my answer is for uh, falling in the mud. Uh, beef, you know, and, and having a mud stain versus a shit stain. <laughs> so, but, uh, I don't know, probably three years ago, I was doing up in Michigan, there's um, a small gravel race that gets put on called the Lowell 100. Hmm. And, and it's in, was it in February or was it April? I don't know. It's, it's cold as shit in, in Michigan. And, um, you basically head out uh, east for the first 50 miles and you kind of do like a, basically a U-turn and, and head back and you fight a headwind the whole way. Well, I was having a little bit of uh, stomach issues and made it to about 70 miles and, you know, rotated back and was like, oh, I, I got a fart. And, and <laughs> never rip, trust you it. know, they say never trust a fart. Well, here I am, and I'm like, oh, my God, I think I just, you know, crapped in my chamois. <laughs> and this is an unsupported race, and I'm like, these guys that I'm riding with, well, you know, I know them for the last 75 miles. I did not know them before. <laughs> and so I'm like, I can't, I can't tell these guys, you know, what am I going to do? Um, so, you know, I'm just like, Oh, I just gotta, I just gotta finish, you know? So I went through probably the darkest moments in my life, questioning everything of like, <laughs> like I, I paid money to do this. And what am I, I'm a grown man on a bicycle and I've got crap in my chamois and what is going on here? And like, this is horrible. Uh. So, I finish and like just wheel my bike over to my buddy. I'm like, hold this, and I go straight to the porta potty, <laughs> and I, you know, go to get changed, and nothing, clean as a whistle. <laughs> and I, I just had like, I guess like the most humid fart that you could probably have. Humid fart. <laughs> but I, for all intents and purposes, thought I, you know, shit my pants. And and it turned out that I didn't. And so definitely it is better to fall in mud than it is to not. So oh sorry God. to go on that tangent. Uh, I don't know. I, I figured you. you guys would enjoy it. I don't that think story. we're allowed to answer now. I think we have to just wrap it up. <laughs> we're going to call this the human fart episode. <laughs> Thank you so much for being willing to share that story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just. It, it, I mean, if I if it if it turned out not uh, as a quote unquote happy ending, I probably would not have shared that story. But because I didn't actually do it, I can tell people about it. <laughs> Joey, do you have anything that you want to add? To that? <laughs> 
He's just he, no. He's, he's, he's just, they can't see you shake uh, your head on no. a podcast. No, I'm gonna fall in mud. That was too good. I I would fall in mud hands down. I love the part where he's questioning all of my life choices. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's. It, I mean that's that's just it's a horrible sensation. That's for sure. Oh God, that's oh, fantastic. Man. That's fantastic. I actually heard about that ride on the Dirty Chain podcast. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it, I mean, it, not it's your shitting episode. Yeah, but, yeah. 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 yeah, it sounded cool. Oh my goodness! Oh. Hey, Phil, thank you yeah. so much for coming no on the show. It was fantastic. We had a great time. Yeah. Hope you we'll did have too. a beer uh, after yes. the Corona Tan. We will be, um, like I said, we're going to be at Corona Tan at Ridge <laughs> Supply. Um, we are going to be in the bubble. So yeah. you'll be okay. able to come up and tap on the side of the bubble and wave to us. <laughs> if you, yes, if you uh, want I will to definitely s- come find you guys. If you want to see Brian's GRX setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely come see Actually, that. Actually, uh, Bri- <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Brian has okay? like two. Your drivetrain is horrible. I just thought about that. What? Um, I don't want to keep geeking out. So Brian's drivetrain has GRX front trailer, rear trailer. Uh-huh. SRAM 1130 cassette, a KMC chain, and a practice crank. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, it's all it's, over the place. You, you it works. all the boxes. <laughs> yeah, we just hit all the... You know, like all Shimano the designs everything around a chain, that's, and that's, you just muck it up. That, that's the way it's supposed so to be. Did, the 11 through 30, is it a, a red cassette you guys put on there? No. No, not 1130. 1140. 1140. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like a yeah, 1170 cassette. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay, thanks, Phil. Much appreciated. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that was fun. We will see you at Corona Tan. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Awesome, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Anything else before we shut this bad boy down, Brian? Um, as we just talked about, come see us at Corona Tan. Um, we will be in the bubble. And like <laughs> Phil mentioned, uh, Matt did send um, some safety stuff. So if you might not be allowed. <laughs> He's going to be like, oh, God, I call it Stop corona. it, guys. You've ruined it. <laughs> um, if, you're not feel, if you are not feeling ill, practice good hygiene and social distancing. I like that term, social distancing. I love that. You kissed a grown man on the cheek I, yesterday. I did. I gave him a honey peck. Wash your hands with soap and water um, and use alcohol-based sanitizer and avoid touching your face and avoid touching the face of other riders. So <laughs> no face touching. No, no touch. What can we use for alcohol to wash? If you are, vodka. Yeah. If you are feeling ill, stay home. Bring your own bottles of nutrition and self pit each lap. That's very important. Self pitting. You want to not self pity, but self pitting. You want to definitely self pit. Um, and this is kind of interesting. Uh, they are going to limit hand to hand interaction. There will be no hand to hand combat, and there will also be no handshaking <laughs> and no hugging. So we. Just know that everybody loves everybody, and everybody is thankful that everybody else is there. I like hugging people. Just don't touch anybody. No touching. No touching. Bring hand sanitizer if you have it. It's impossible to find anywhere and everywhere because everybody's gone batshit crazy. Um, Bring your own stash. That's helpful. After all of that is said and done, come to the Corona Tan. Have a Corona. Chill it and enjoy it, dude. That's it. Man, we need to fill up my small Yeti full of Corona. Corona. That's the only beer we should bring. I'm going to bring it to the pit. That is it. And then I'm going to take a Sharpie on every Corona bottle and write tan next to it. (laughs) Can you remind me to do that? Absolutely. Actually, we'll listen to this episode as we drive down. Absolutely. Okay, you got anything else? Uh, Who's going to do the West's part? Um, Do you want to... We should get a clip of like 
you should do like a montage of all Wes's uh, I, closings. I, and I won't do that this time, but I think that's a fair. We're going to have Wes. It. He's going to be here. It's not like he's... Wes forgot about us. No, I don't think so. Michigan does something to a man. No, I don't I don't think he's forgotten about us. Yeah. I think he'll, he'll come back into the you call he's taking a, No, he's just come back in. He's going to take a little time. Um, hey, thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Mid-Atlanta Gravel, Travel, and Dirt. This is a listener-supported podcast by some absolutely amazing, incredible people that have joined us on Patreon and have sent us PayPal love. You thank you, thank you, you thank you. You do. You know who you are. Um, the jerseys are coming. We promise the jerseys are coming. Yeah, sometime. But, you know, a <laughs> pandemic got in the way. Sorry. <laughs> it's I mean, coming. what are the chances? We do a jersey order. There's a worldwide <laughs> pandemic, you know, zombie apocalypse virus. Our show can be found wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Hey, Joey. How can folks get in contact uh, yeah, with Pick us? up your cigarette mic uh, from internet thing. Uh, is that how Wes would do? He, does, <laughs> he pulls something said. out. Like, uh, he pulls something right out of his uh, book. We are at graveltraveldirt.com. We have a lot of cool stuff on our website. Yes, we, we have a whole calendar of all the gravel events. Mm-hmm. We have stickers. We have shirts. We have gravel tips and tricks, which might be coming soon. I don't know if they're on there. Uh, check out our Instagram. That's what we update the most. Uh, at MidAtlanticGTD. And stay tuned for Corona Tan stories. We'll have a lot of footage mm. and such from down there. If you want to give us a call, 410-231-3850. Or stop by our booth at Corona Tan. Our bubble. Our bubble. Yeah, talking to our cans. Talk to the bubble. Um, use the hashtag AskGTD for any questions you see on social media. If, if somebody doesn't start using that, we're going to stop that. I know. I thought we're, it was a good idea. We're going to uh, gonna make we, that. We even used it one of the three uh, times. I know. <laughs> I just go and search for it. It says less than 100 posts, and we're all of them. Yep. Um, Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, and Dirt is recorded live in Solomon's Mary. Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, and Dirt is recorded live in Solomon's, Maryland, in Joey's Kitchen. Thanks for riding along. Until next time, for Joey and for Wes... Do good, be nice, go slow, respect others. What about you? That's for me too. I'm saying it. Love for you Brian. Back. Love, love you back. Love, 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 love you back. See, we're all out of sync and all out of rhythm. I know. <sighs> love you back. Love you back. <laughs> we're out. Love you back. You want to see the flag of dog poop in my neighborhood? <laughs> 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 <laughs>